Hello, I'm Patrick Blystone on the Waka Waka Gaming Podcast. And I also have my dad with me here. Dad? Hi, what's going on? Nothing, just talking about the Waka Waka Gaming Podcast. And our our website is at www.wakawakagaming.blogspot.com. That's right. We should actually tell people, Patrick, that we set up the new website for kind of a reason, right? Yep. So we set it up because we realized that some of your friends are going to start listening to the Waka Waka Gaming Podcast, which we welcome them. We're glad to have them on board. Um, but the outlets that we had it on previously uh, weren't always going to be kid-friendly. And as a parent, I was kind of worried about that. So I decided to give you your own website um, to where the two of us can actually post on there and, and do all kinds of stuff like that, right? Yeah. Exactly. And it'll be a friendly environment. So if you are a parent listening to this, um, believe me when I say I completely understand any concerns you may have. And that's why... Uh, we're making the Waka Waka Gaming Podcast uh, very, very PG because kids can listen, because kids like video games, and this is really about the, in our case, the father-son bonding experience of playing some of the older video games, and I thought it was just really important um, that if we're going to do this, we should do it right and make sure that it's a safe place for kids, especially nine like nine years old, like you. Um, and so I thought that was the best way to do it, was just to set up your own little website, your own corner of the world, where you and all your friends and anybody else who might be a young person can go there and get all the information without getting some of the other stuff that goes along with um, my own podcasts. Um, so be uh, sure to visit it, Waka Waka Gaming. And our email is podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And so anybody can pretty much email us with any questions or if they have a favorite thing, a favorite game from an older system that they want to do or they'd like us to see even, um, hit us up with that information, right? Yep. So we want to make this interactive for everybody, not just him and I. And we'll be welcome to answer you if you have any questions. Absolutely. So, what's been going on the past week, anyway? Uh, you actually just got off of a grind, like a grounding, for a minor altercation. Um, so, you're actually back to being able to play video games now, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the unfortunate thing about being a kid, is sometimes you have to get grounded from doing things you like, like video games. But, we um came up across a little bit of a... a problem is I was thinking about it. And going into the first episode, Patrick, we never actually defined what a retro game is. And that's kind of important. If we're going to do a retro game podcast, we should at least know what what it is that we're talking about, right? Yeah. And retro is basically like older from like 19... 1995 and and younger. And younger? Not, yeah, not just 2008, 2005, but younger. Mm-hmm. 
See, I was thinking that for the purposes of this podcast, that maybe we should limit it to anything older than you would then be considered retro. So even some of the Xbox original games, I think um, some of the Xbox 360 games actually were released before you were around to enjoy them. Um, But I thought that if we would set a date that any game basically older than you we could count as retro for this purpose. Um, there are a lot of really great games for a lot of great systems um, that actually did come out before you were born. Um, and I, I just think that that would probably be the, the best deadline. Does that seem fair to you? Yeah, because then it's one of the ones I know less about. Because I may have heard of them, but I've never played it before. It's not like I might have seen it at, like, a GameStop shop. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true, because even Xbox original games, they're really hard to find in Xbox or in GameStop and and things like that. Of course, now I'm slurring my words. But, um, yeah, it just seemed like that was the appropriate date to look at, was anything 2005 and, and further back in the past would be considered a retro game for this purpose. Um, obviously, Borderline will count as well, because it's not like you were playing video games at four months old, um, <laughs> which would have been pretty impressive. But I did play them when I was like two or three. Yeah, you you would grab the controllers and do crazy stuff. Um, one of the funny things is that now they have the video game systems for little kids. Oh, what are they called? VTech? I believe yeah. it's called VTech, and they've got like Leapfrog and stuff like that. So kids are you're playing games at a younger age, and it's really kind of funny because I look at some of the games that they have on those systems, and they're very much like some of the early video game systems, even better than some of the early video game systems in some cases. But compared to today, we look at them and we say, man, that looks terrible for a video game. But in reality, it's better than what we were actually playing back then, graphics-wise at least. It's just that our technology has become so far advanced that now it just looks bad. Um... But I, I think this is a really fun thing that we're doing. I really enjoy doing it. I like hitting up the retro gaming store and having you search through the different things. I see you were actually playing NBA Jam on the Genesis at some point. Yeah. See, I didn't realize that until just now, and I looked over at the Genesis and saw NBA Jam in the top of it. But either way, uh, one of the other things that I wanted to bring up, because... Some of the video game systems do have the more retro feel are cell phone games. Because cell phone games, iPad games, things like that, they're actually becoming a pretty prevalent thing, and a lot of them have a very retro feel to them as well. Um, You've played quite a few games uh, on cell phones, on iPad. Um, Do you have any favorite cell phone games that, that kind of feel like there's something a little bit older. I know that you play Slam Bots and things like that on my phone. Um, things like Home Run Derby. Uh, do you have any really fun games that you like to play on cell phones? 
I have no favorites, but yeah, I like Home Run Derby. Home Run Derby is a fun game to play. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It's just uh, it can get a little more complicated, but the latest update, they made it really easy. And it's almost boring now because you pretty much automatically win. Just hit home runs repeatedly. Yeah, it's, it's really not that difficult. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in that up update. Uh, other games that you play, though, are, are like Dragon City. Yeah, I like that game, too. No, I've not played Dragon City. What exactly is it? Dragon City is a game where you start off in an empty area with some money and some gems. Mm -hmm. And gems you can use to help, like, speed things up Like what after you start getting a little more advanced by buying farms. Okay. And places, and if if um you want, and if you start to get some trees cut down, mm -hmm. it takes money, and it takes a little while, and if you want it to go faster, you can automatically make it done if you pay some gems. Oh, okay. And I think you start off with like five gems. Okay, well, how do you earn gems? Like, is it a time, like a time thing where over time they just automatically replenish? No, it's like, um, with your dragons, mm -hmm. if you, you can go and battle other people. Okay. But most of the time you don't have to log in the Facebook. You mm -hmm. don't have to log into Facebook. Okay. But you can still battle other people. Oh. Which I'm pretty sure it's just a computer, the computer people who make the dragons and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a, almost like a Pokemon type game to where the different dragons have different classes. Where you, like you have a water dragon, a fire dragon, an ice dragon, things like that. You, yeah, and a land dragon. Mm-hmm. And the way you get, like, the way you get gems is if you buy a dragon stadium. So okay. you can fight there, but it still has to take time to rebuild itself up after you do a battle. Oh, because you tear it apart. <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you go... Uh, on it and fight and win, mm -hmm. then you get some golden gems. Oh, nice. And if you play, like, normally, you only get, like, three battles a day, so you mm -hmm. can't do it right away. Like, yes. you have to get, wait, ten hours or so for the next few battles. Mm -hmm. And um, if you beat that league, which is basically... If you're, like, a level one, others can be, like, level two or three that you have to fight. Okay. And it, once you beat all the people there, it'll reload a different league, and it'll give you three gems. Oh, okay. Now, I'm looking at a game right now on my phone that you have and play, and the reason why I called it up is because it is sort of... Um, I would guess related in a way 
to the game of the week. Um, this game is called Crazy Terrium. And the reason why I say it's related to the game of the week is because it's a side-scrolling kind of platform type game, right? Yep. It's where you go back and forth and you jump and you have the different levels and uh, you have to perform whatever function is, which I believe you're trying to escape. Is that right? Um, in the game of the week, you're basically trying no, to escape. No, no, no. The, in Crazy Terrium. Oh. You're trying to escape the mental hospital? Yeah, you're trying to get the... You're tr there are different levels. It's kind of like... It's kind of like Angry Birds, but you're a g crazy kid mm -hmm. who has to ta try and take his pills. <laughs> and... <Okay. laughs> and... There are sometimes ladies... Mm -hmm. In the level you're on, the nurses that, that grab you, and you have to try and get out. Okay. And so, yeah, it's basically trying to escape the area. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I I find that to be amusing. Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take um that little topic and go into our game of the week. And our game of the week is Rayman. Rayman. And, it, and it's been, and its platforms are on the PlayStation, Atari, Sega Saturn, and some others yes, that it, I can't pronounce. That you can't pronounce. Yeah, and the reason why it's actually the Atari Jaguar, because uh, the Atari Jaguar was kind of a a next generation of the original Atari system, which didn't do so well. Um, it was kind of choked out by the the PlayStation and and the um, I believe the Xbox at the time. Um, kind of, kind of one of those systems that was just slightly behind, and and ended up getting thrown by the wayside in the video game console wars. Um, but also the, the MS DOS is actually a computer, uh, Microsoft. Languages, MS-DOS. Um, the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance, which the Game Boy Color was uh, like the original Game Boy, but they gave it color. So, um, mm -hmm. Game Boy Advance, you've actually played some Game Boy Advance games. Uh, you had Rampage and Paperboy on your DS before you lost it. Yeah. Um, and I had the, um, I had the Texas Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had that as well. I had actually forgotten about that one. Um, and then, of course, the DSiWare, uh, which is also Nintendo stuff. Um, now, this one, actually, Rayman, is actually, like I said, the side-scrolling platformer, uh, which is a, a distinct genre of video game. That's where basically you go left, right, up, and down. And that's it. It's not set in a 3D world or anything. Um, but it was developed by Ubisoft. And if you know anything about Ubisoft, 
Um, Ubisoft is a developer that really has come out with a ton of games. A ton of games. Um, this one was specifically made by the Montpelier and the, uh, the Italy divisions of Ubisoft. Um, published, of course, by Ubisoft. Because there's developers and there's publishers. Well, Ubisoft is a huge company. Uh, if you want context as to some of the games that Ubisoft makes today, uh, you can look at things like Call of Duty. Um, I think Call of Duty. I could be... Maybe. No, actually, no. Not Call of Duty. I'm thinking Rainbow Six uh, and Ghost Recon, the Tom Clancy games. Um, Assassin's Creed, Splinter Cells. Uh, there's a, a game called Prince of Persia, which is a really good game. Also, it started out as a platformer as well. Um, maybe, I'm, maybe I'll get you into that one at some point, because Prince of Persia was actually pretty fun. They made a Disney movie, I believe, out of it. Um, a very good one, actually. One of the better video game to movie movies that they've made, actually, I think. Um, so it was uh, developed by Ubisoft, and that, that's a pretty big deal in itself. Uh, one of the most successful games, probably, that franchise has actually seen outside of the current generations. And, of course, it was released on September 1st, 1995. So that's 19 years old. How old is that? That's pretty old, right? Older than me and Jonna. Yes, older than the both of you combined. Uh, actually, no, it's not combined. Yeah, because she would have to be ten, and and I'd be eight for it to... Yeah, so Dad just can't do math. That's basically exactly. what it comes down to. <laughs> All right, well, um, some interesting facts, because I, I did look up some stuff on, on Rayman, because I actually haven't even played it yet, and I meant to play it. Just working midnight just takes so much out of me, and working on the websites that I work on uh, has really taken up a lot of my time lately. Um, but I did not know until just literally a few minutes ago that Rayman was the top-selling PlayStation game of all time in the UK. Now, that speaks volumes to, to the quality of game, don't you think? Yeah. Because out of the sound that it has, it's nothing weird and scratchy. Mm-hmm. So, what, what were your general impressions of the game? I mean, I mean, we won't get into the ratings yet. We'll cover that in a minute. But your general impressions of the game. I mean, how much did you like it? Was it, was it a good game? I mean, were there a lot of positives and negatives to the game? It was okay. Mm -hmm. I just wish there were a, there was a little more adventure in it. Okay. It, do you mean it was too repetitive, or there just wasn't long enough of a game? What do you What do you mean by you wish there was more adventure? There was just too little, there was too little amounts of, ev like, there were no, mo there was only, like, a char one character that came in and helped you. Oh, so you kind of wish there was more teammates involved. Yeah, more teammates and more people that you end up seeing. Mm-hmm. Because there are only, like, three enemies. Oh. And it's like there's nothing going on, nothing hardcore. Well, is that just three general enemies, or does that include the bosses? Well, there there weren't many bosses. I think there was only, like, one boss. Okay. 
one or none. And um, the strongest one other than the boss was probably um, somebody who shoots brooms or something at you, mm-hmm. which is kind of creepy. Yeah, well, if you had to, to summarize the story of the game, what would you say that the story of the game is? About somebody who lost his friends because they got captured mm-hmm. by some other monsters, mm-hmm. and he tries to go and save them. And as you go through the war- as you go through playing, okay. there will end up being monsters. There will end up being his friends in cages, like crates, mm-hmm. and you have to break the cages. Oh. Yeah. You, don't, you oh. don't have to to get past the level, mm-hmm. but your point is to break the cages, right? Yeah. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. Well, according to the Wikipedia page, because I needed to get the actual story just to see how it com- your impression compared to what the general... Um, summary of the story was it says the cosmic balance and harmony of Raymond's world are maintained by a mystical object known as the Great Protoon one day the mysterious Mr. Dark steals the Great Protoon defeating Batilla the Fairy as she attempts to protect it as a result the Electoons benevolent creatures which means friendly uh, which gravitated around the Great Protoon are scattered all across the world and now the world is unbalanced, and hostile creatures appear and imprison all the Electoons in cages. And then, the magician, a friendly wizard, calls upon the hero Rayman to free the Electoons, and defeat Mr. Dark, and recover the Great Protoon. So, you're pretty real. Uh, you're pretty close, rather. Um, you start out in the Dream Forest, right? Yeah. And it says that you go to Bandland. The Blue Mountains, Picture City, Caves of Scops, Candy Chateau. It sounds to me like it's got a bunch of different worlds there. Yeah. So, was there a big difference between the worlds, or was it just general backgrounds? Were there, like, if, if you're in one, is there, like, something that they throw in the mix that's some sort of an obstacle or something like that that's related to the background that you're in? Yeah, like, in Dream Forest, on mm-hmm. one of the levels, there were mushrooms around it. Okay. So that changed it. Mm-hmm. And could you, like, do something with the mushrooms? Or was it just a different skin, basically? Nor- normally, there would be, like, logs, but not in some of the normal areas. Mm-hmm. So that basically only changes the skin, yeah. Okay. That's good enough. Back then, things were a little bit complicated. It was a little more difficult to program too much into a game. Um, there were other related games. Uh, of course, the Rayman series went on to Rayman 2, The Great Escape, Rayman 3, Hoodlum Havoc, Rayman, Hoodlum's Revenge, and Rayman Origins, which is actually on some of the newer systems. Um, and then there were some spin-off games, which were Raymond Arena and Raving Ra- or Raving Rabbids, rather. I always want to flip-flop them. But uh, the Rabbids look hilarious to me, uh, just the way they're designed. Crazy um, bunnies. Yeah, <laughs> the big buck teeth. Um, very funny. But 
what we're going to do now is we're going to go into your ratings for the game. And I actually forgot to add one on our notes um, that I thought about while we were actually going over this. Um, but let's start out with graphics. Tell me the positives and the negatives of the graphics. And what is your out of five rating for graphics? There was nothing really wrong with the graphics. So I gave it a five. Okay. So were, were they impressive to you for that, for the Sega Genesis, or I'm sorry, the PlayStation, uh, compared they, to other games that you've played on the PlayStation? They weren't like perfect graphics, like um, NHL 14, mm-hmm. to where they make things look more realistic. Mm-hmm. But that's not supposed to be what it's like. This is all imaginary in yes. a different world. And from back then, that's actually pretty good for graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. And just looking at it, I like some of the art they use. Uh, so you're giving it a 5 out of 5, which is a really good score. Um, moving on to the second is actually the gameplay and the game modes. Uh, what did you think about the, the gameplay, uh, the modes, and things like that? The gameplay was fun. Mm-hmm. But the, there weren't that many modes, like I said, that didn't make it that much. That made it just a little bit less exciting. Okay. So I gave it like a two. You gave, okay, game modes are a two, because it is a single player. Um, did they have any modes besides just story mode? Or is there anything that you could do beyond just going through the game? No. And just press play? Yeah. Okay. No problem. So you got a five and a two. Uh, the one that I forgot to put on there was actually characters. Uh, what did you think the the remain character um, and some of the characters that you had to uh, face and and some of the uh, like basic general characters and character design kind of thing? Well, Rayman is basically almost like us. Mm-hmm. Except he's more cartoony with a rounded face. Like, his nose is rounded as if he's an eagle. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what? And there was a fly thing that you end up meeting. Mm-hmm. Um. And it is gigantic and has a weird nose as if it's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Except it doesn't lie. Yeah. Well, um, so given all the different characters that you saw in the game, and I understand that you said that they were limited, so that kind of goes into your, your rating. Out of five, what would you rate the characters? Three. A three? Okay. And now, now we're moving on to the next category, which is sound. What were your thoughts on the sounds that the, the game used and um, the music, things like that? So far, I don't think I've heard any music. Okay. And at the end of the level is the only sound that it makes. All right. Other than if you're at the fly and it buzzes, mm-hmm. which is okay. At okay. the end of the level, Raymond goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he celebrates. <laughs> yeah. Dances around. And um, out of that sound... Out of the sound that it made, that would be a five, but 
since it doesn't have much sound, I'm going to give it a three. Mm-hmm. Okay, giving it a three. All right. Um. Looking through here. Now, the next one is actually the story. What did you think of the story that the the, the video game actually presented? It was not that bad. It was okay. Okay. And I was thinking a three because basically it's it only has like one part of the mo- of the game. Mm-hmm. But the Rayman Two and Rayman Three would kind of help it, saying that there's gonna be more. It's not just that boring, th- boring one. Mm-hmm. But because the reason it's boring would have been if it was only one game. But since there are more games, it seems like it's going to get more exciting. Sure. So I'd give that a four. Okay. Excellent. And now we're going to look at the controls of the game. Uh, The different things that you could do with the character and how the controls actually responded when you press the buttons. One of the main attacks that he used Mm -hmm. was he would swing his fist and the longer you hold the button the more the further it goes and the more powerful it is Mm -hmm. and basically his fist detaches off his arm which (laughs) he doesn't even have an arm pretty much (laughs) and then it goes and punches and that and once you play it you get the feel of it Mm -hmm. um he would open his mouth as if he's teasing something um, that wasn't really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like a taunt? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't that useful. Because you could just jump around. Yeah. With, And what, that's one of the buttons. Okay. And those were the main controls. All right, and they responded well. They, you didn't have any problems with it. No hitches. No, no. Okay, so what would you rate that? So I would rate that a three. Okay. All right, now um, we're looking for your overall rating. How fun was the game? Uh, what were the the real selling points and the detracting points for you? What are you putting into your rating system? And what was your rating for an overall score? I thought it was four. You thought it was a four? Would you play it again? Yeah. I def and I would definitely try and see if I could get the Rayman too. Oh, okay. Because the story wasn't that bad. Mhm. It was okay enough to see what goes on the next episode. Yeah. The next game. So you're saying that it was it was fun enough for you to want more. Um, yep. But would you replay the first one again? Yeah, I would. Would you? Excellent. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that game because that was one that uh, came out a while ago. Um, like we said, 1995, it was the first in a series that ended up going a long way. And now you probably have a, a decent idea as to why it continued on, right? Yep. Excellent. Now, what we'd like to do, uh, since Rayman got the 4 out of 5 on a Patrick's scale of fun, um, 
I thought it'd be fun to kind of introduce you some of the terms from the gaming world. And I wanted to start off really easy. I didn't realize it would be that easy. Because as soon as you looked at the show notes, you just blurted it out. So for the rest of the crowd, our listeners, um, I'm going to throw it out there. The term of the week is PVP. Papa, Violet, Papa. Um, now, I, I knew it wasn't going to be that difficult, but like I said, I didn't expect you to get it right off the bat. So, why don't you tell everybody what PvP means, and then tell me what you think that it actually refers to in the video game community. PvP means player versus player, which in some games you're supposed to attack each other. Like some of the older games, you're supposed to... There are multiplayers that you're supposed to attack each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what it is is that player versus player is very much like what you said. It's where one player is playing against another player, as opposed to some games where you can play with, it's, which are called co-op games, uh, where you're cooperating to try to, to reach a goal. And player versus player games... Uh, you're actually competing against another player. So that would be things like if we were playing NHL 14, as you said, and you were one team and I was the other. Or Madden. Or, um... Wrestling? Yeah, a wrestling game is a PvP, unless you're a tag team. Because a lot of the games actually mix the two genres and give you the opportunity to do one or the other. Um... There are also other ones, uh, games like Battlefront uh, that you like to play a lot of, Star Wars Battlefront. Um, if we were on opposite teams going up against each other in the, the capture the flag or whatever they call it, uh, that would actually make that a PvP game. So anytime you hear the term PvP, know that it's player versus player and that the, an option in that game is to actually face each other as opposed to work with each other. So, so anything else leading up to the uh, end of the show here? No, not really. No? Okay, well, excellent. I, it was fun. Once again, I'm going to invite everybody to go to wakawakagaming.blogspot.com if you have a question, uh, something that you would like us to, to review. Uh, by all means, send us an email at wakawakapodcast at gmail.com uh, we'll check that on a daily basis and uh, next week we, we've actually got to hit up the electronics store uh, that we go to for our retro games uh, but I am going to find a game around here uh, for you to play and review for next week so what did you think of the, the episode? Uh, is it everything that you wanted it to be? It's it's gone good. It's going good. Excellent. I'm happy with it. Excellent. Well, until next week, um, he's Patrick, and I'm Brian. This is the end of the Waka Waka Gaming Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye.